Hello friends and welcome back to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft podcast. Chris is a shaking his head because he doesn't like my intros because I sound like a creep. <laughs> anyway, well, maybe. I don't think I'm that creepy to be fair. I, I, I know a lot creepier people than what I am. Um, so today's podcast episode is called Fausty Witches. Which sounds a lot like a certain Facebook group, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> but <laughs> I would say we can't talk about that. But basically, this episode is all about essentially those witchcraft Facebook groups, witchcraft on social media, and what a catastrophe it really is. Well, I guess that's one way to put it, definitely. I think the, the problem is everybody goes to Facebook. As they would, because we're in the age of the internet and, you know, everybody feels that they should be able to find whatever information they need online. Um, And I think lots of people go towards Facebook hoping to find, in air quotes, similar minded people um, and then find that it's full of witchy cat memes. And, um, oh, I almost dropped the W bomb that quick. That would have been a record that would have. Um, but yeah, the the W word, um, and wanting to talk about oh I, c- I can get around it this way, Scott Cunningham and his rubbish. There you go. Does that work? Wasn't well, Scott Cunningham a Wiccan? Ah, <laughs> is that I what you're talking it. about? Is is the W word? What does the W word stand for? Because various, you know, you say this a lot on this podcast. Is, does the W word? The listeners at home want to know. Does the W word that you consider to be an insulting word is the W word witch, or or something else? What is that W word? Why because as we all field? know, <laughs> as we all know. <laughs> I use it upon occasion, but my insulting words that I like to use that normally goes under the radar is the word neo neo pagan. Yeah. Because I feel that the word neo pagan is like diet coke. It's not really the real thing. You've got <laughs> pagan, which is the full fat actual, you know, religious serious belief and work, and then you've got yeah. neo pagan, which is kind of like the fake version of the energy drink. It's like when you go to one of those uh, discount. <laughs> <laughs> supermarkets at Aldi and they've got like such and such cola because they yeah. can't call it coca-cola it's just like amst cola yeah amstar cola that was it I remember that from my childhood on a Wednesday oh. getting off the bus on the way in from school I'd get two family-sized chocolate bars a cherry pie and <laughs> uh, amstar cola <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is devolving very quickly, much like most witchcraft Facebook groups. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you see, it's exactly not that. just thrown together. <laughs> it's not just thrown together. So, what is that? Are there any Facebook groups that you would like to use as an example here of either good positive things, um, positive ways of showing witchcraft on social media, or negative ones? I'll leave that for you because I've already been a social media troll and been kicked out of one <laughs> within the past two days. So. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, hours are fantastic. So, you know, if you're a beginner and you want to actually learn something that isn't where you're not talked down to and told the only way is to go and buy a, a fake wand with a crystal on the end um, and wave it about a bit and cover it in ribbons then you know then our witchcraft live is probably a a good starting point even if you hate everything we say like we openly invite you to do so and then obviously the one that goes you know that 10 levels further is is uh, no holds barred which you know which is what name of this this podcast has come from yeah this podcast actually came out of that didn't it is exactly that where you know we're not scared of you having an opinion which seems to be, uh, or what seems to be the problem with most of these um, Fausty Witches kind of situations, is because the second you challenge what somebody thinks, um, all of a sudden that's you being negative, or that's you uh, you being derogative to someone else. And you're like, well, no, you're allowed to have a difference of opinion. 
witchcraft in, in my book has always very much been a solitary path and because of that means that it's my version i don't need it mm. to be everybody else's version and that's and you know my understanding of history is exactly that like the only exceptions to that is when magic is included in organized religion um but even then it's designed within a small group of people as opposed to mass produced which is kind of the problem you get with why i hate the w word which obviously um, hates a strong word i dislike associate the association that comes with the likes of people like scott cunningham which is a case of you know there is one way to do it this is how it is the silliness with you know i can use a clear quartz crystal for anything and when you can you can use any crystal for anything in my opinion but no it's a you know a substitute for anything is having a clear quartz crystal or uh, rosemary that's the other one uh, rosemary is a substitution for any use like you're just kind of like really no how it works is you just develop a relationship with the tools that you use i'm using the word tools very loosely i mean kind of herb or i thought the wiccans were the tools are the wiccans not the tools <laughs> i think of them all i think of them all as tools okay. <laughs> tools of the craft surely means oh wow i've been getting it wrong this whole time because i think of to- when people say the tools of the craft I just have names of people that springs to mind. <laughs> I don't really have like objects, but you're thinking of it as in like a tool, as in what's in a toolbox. Well, I'm yeah. just thinking of it as is the people I don't like. Okay. <laughs> Tools of the of the metaphysical trade. Yeah. If if you're one of those people that wants your hand held and you are starting out on your path then fair enough, I can completely understand. There are groups for you out there that will help with that. We created the Witchcraft Life Facebook group for that specific um, purpose, uh, reason and purpose. Now, a lot of the ones on Facebook that I find advertise that but they're only interested in teaching you something very specific. And 90% of them aren't interested in teaching you anything at all. All they want you to do is post memes. And that's crap. Now, we launched the No Holds Barred Witchcraft um, podcast and Facebook group for the simple reason that we wanted practitioners that actually practice that try to help educate others and get their own points across that aren't always popular. We wanted to give them a place where they can express their points. You know, it is literally the only Facebook group I'm aware of on Facebook that isn't got a rule that, you know, we don't have a rule everywhere that says don't block the admins, admins where it is law, all that kind of crap. We only have three rules. The rule number one is no whining wimps. Unlike other groups, we don't care about being kind or courteous. We prefer you to speak your mind. So if you have a mouth like a sewer, like I do, (laughs) then you're probably going to speak like that. Group rule number two, witchcraft, occult and magical topics only. It's funny how we called it the No Hosbard Witchcraft podcast and Facebook group is because the group is about witchcraft okay yeah some people have a little bit of gossip every now and then but at least that's about the occult community so that kind of makes sense it's not going off and talking about cats or um you know random chats about you know inviting people for imaginary tarot readings you know yeah And of course, my favourite rule, rule number three, (laughs) you will be insulted due to the fact that we don't police people's free speech. You know, people will say something that you don't agree with. Now, what I don't like about witchcraft and what I think you probably don't like about the association that comes with kind of Wicca and everything like that is it seems like. What they try to do, these people that spout and talk about the rule of three and, you know, that shall not do any harm and all that crap. Um, they're trying to make witchcraft a happy, new agey, love and light kind of thing. Yeah. And let's be fair, the origins of the word witch, witches weren't the good guys. 
Yes, the, the meaning of the words changed, and there are lots of other different types of magical practitioner that use the term witch and get called witches. Yep, that's fair enough these days. But let's not forget that people that do abhorrent things and have slightly darker practices are witches. And there are people out there that do that. And although I don't think me or you necessarily condone that, what we don't want is we don't want to pretend that it doesn't exist, no. which is what you get a lot of other people. Because at the end of the day, if you pretend something doesn't exist, how is someone going to be able to find the tools to deal with that when they come up against it compared to someone that's willing to have a conversation about it and explain how things work. That's why we don't really censor information at the end of the day, or try not to. Well, yeah, the whole the whole point is that um, at the end of the day, that everybody's path is their own. So the fact is, our, what, what our group allows you to do is have that conversation openly. And if you're not willing to be challenged on your belief system, then do you really truly believe it? Because that's part of it is the fact that you should be able to give a response to the reason that you do something. It shouldn't just because yeah. Scott Cunningham told me that this needs to be done that way, or I must have a wand because everybody else has got one. Like, the whole point is that you're supposed to discover your way of working and to expand. And the, for me, it's kind of like, I don't like this idea that you've got to only speak to people that are within your same group. Like, I feel mm. I learn way more from people that are, you know, are work in the Voodoo community or who do, because it's not like my practice. So yeah. when I listen to them talking about how they've constructed a spell working or, you know, how they approach certain deities, like, to me, I'm kind of going, oh, OK, well, that's cool. Like, that's that's new. I wonder if I could take that tidbit there that actually goes, oh, actually, that could potentially improve that spell working that I've got planned next week or even two, three years down the line when I've got a new client that is of that understanding. I suppose maybe that's why we're different um, and maybe why that sometimes we upset certain people is because we're open minded enough to kind of go, well, OK, well, I don't really mind how you do it as long as you're getting results. Um, yeah. And I'm happy to talk to you about how you got those results um, because we work with clients yeah. so closely. So it's not about our paradigm. It's about theirs. So I think I, I think that's probably why we're different in that idea of, well, why should we moderate them? Um, it's a community. It's not my place to say if someone wants to make an outlandish claim um, like, I don't know, um, this rose quartz is the most important crystal I've ever owned. Then they should be prepared to if you've just put that statement out there, you should be prepared to respond to the criticism that you get from your peers. Like, to me, that's how I think of it is. They're all magical people in theory. So surely they can all have, they all have an opinion and have the right to it. And surely that discussion is, is where we all learn. I, I just, I get confused when. Interesting. You just get browbeaten. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, if you think about today's politics and stuff like that, you've got People that are more maybe emotionally led on what do I feel and if my feelings are hurt, then that's a bad thing. And if whatever point that made my feelings hurt, that situation needs to be shut down. And then there's the very super logical, cold hearted people. Yeah, but that's easy because you're a robot. Approach. So because you're a I, robot, I am, you don't have to think I about the more, I'm the more sociopathic type. OK, <laughs> we've established that. Um, but when you when you translate that into witchcraft practice and groups and you know helping other people on their path, you've got people that because again witchcraft is practical. So if you are writing information, are you writing the information to help someone else 
because you're saying, well, I read in a book that this is what happens and you're wrong because in such and such a book, it says that this is the right ingredient to use. Or is it a case of your writing from practical experiments? Are you saying, well, in my experience, I did this, this, and this, this is the results that happens, which has led me to believe this. What you'll find a lot of the disagreements and the angriness, it comes from people pretending to be academics. <laughs> Yeah. So shoddy academia. So I've seen quite yeah. a lot, even to a certain extent, on the No Holds Barred group sometimes, where you'll get one person that comes along and says something, and another person that says, well, no, historically that's not accurate because such and such, such and such, and we know that because of this archaeological evidence. And the person yeah. says, well, I've been doing channeled work, and I've been working with this spirit or this deity or that kind of thing. Both are valid points. Yeah, exactly. But ultimately, I think to take a step back and think, well, this person's looking at it from an academic perspective. This person's looking at it from a, you know, a, a personal um, gnosis and experience, you know, experiential perspective. Providing whoever they were channeling of, was correct. So yeah, depending on who they were actually channeling. Yeah, there, there's there's knowledge to be gained from both though yes and that's the thing i think a lot of the times it can come to confrontation that you have to be the one certainly with certain polarized people that get quite leery on some of these groups it's like no i've got the right answer you know or i've got the best answer as opposed to well here's just a bunch of ideas when someone else comes along they're going to read through all these ideas and resonate with certain ones as opposed to it thinking of um, answering a maths equation as this plus this equals this and that, yes, the person needs this answer, actually is kind of like maybe it's a good idea not to try and come up with a definitive answer, which is what I was told off for, which is why I said what I said so that I can, you know, bitch about someone that I want to bitch about now. Okay, <laughs> we've reached that segment, guys and girls. Yes. Where Liam well, gets we're to 15 rant. minutes in. We're 15 minutes in. We're over 15 minutes in. Therefore, I get to have a little rant. Go so, on. in order not to make this about us, we're going to okay. take two examples of two different groups. Okay. Okay. Now, you might have a good example of a group I quite like. And you've got the traditional hedge witches group. I don't know if you're a member of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. On Facebook. Yeah, that's that's quite a cool group. It's got a fair amount of people in. People offer up bits and pieces. You know, sometimes you'll get someone that does post the odd meme. But generally speaking, there's actual magical content in there and people sharing experiences and stuff like that. Yeah. You've got other ones where you've got the, now they're not called the Fausty witches. On Facebook but they're called something similar and the last couple of posts on there are the same as the last couple of posts last week and the week before and the week before that and that is posting selfies of yourself not doing anything to do with witchcraft posting memes for example give me a hell yeah if you can't wait till Halloween same thing they post over and over again of course it's not Halloween yet but they'll still post that in January. And then very other, uh, other posts. Always this. Check out my familiar. And then they post a picture of their cat or dog. And we don't yeah. need to get started on the fact that your pet animal probably is not your familiar. Uh, yeah. We'll probably do an entire episode on that. I think but... we could easily do an entire episode on that. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy that 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 something advertises that, and I've tried to uh, post things in both of those groups. And when I post something in the traditional hedge witches group, it starts a discussion amongst yeah. people talking about things, whether they agree with me or not. You know, some people don't agree with me. I'm not going to say they're wrong, but obviously, I think they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so do all the gods and goddesses <laughs> but there we go um and then whereas on the fausty witches i've started conversations before and i get told that that's either too advanced or that's not got anything to do with witchcraft at all 
or that's too polarizing and that you shouldn't be, you know, going down a specific path because there are people in the group which don't, you know, and I'm not saying I'm posting ethical things because I don't, I don't right. post moral or ethical dilemmas because <laughs> I think I'm being an sociopathic kind of person. <laughs> I know that my personal political and other such opinions aren't necessarily going to be welcome. So I don't bother with that. It's pure magical related. Now, you didn't uh, get banned from that other group that we're not allowed to discuss, did you? But I got No, but I almost basically. did. I almost, almost did, did. Just for defending you. Well, not specifically yeah. you, but the actual right to have a discussion, um, which is the reason I almost got off, is the fact that the whole point was clearly to have a discussion. It was an interesting topic, um, seemed to be leading it, le leaning in the kind of a strange direction, um, but that none of them seemed to be aware of that, where it was leading in that way. Um, but it was particularly the setup that I didn't like. You know, the the topic was uh, the, it was how the topic was delivered. So a moderator actually said, um, you know, I'm going to post mine after you've all discussed it. So I was like, OK, well, I'm not a school child. This isn't my homework. And you are you don't necessarily have the correct answer. That is a dis that's the whole point of a discussion is that we're all grown ups. We're all going to talk about our experiences and and with this particular thing, choosing what you would put into said kit. Like, you know, that was supposed to surely be a discussion openly about in that situation, what would you want to hand? Now, you know, um, what was the original question? Because they uh, won't know that, will they? Oh, okay. I wasn't I think sure being how far, much I, you're being, am I being far you're too being political. Far too generous. Okay. No, you're being far too generous because you've started it halfway through the conversation of where you know she said a lot worse things. The the person that was moderating said group that we're not going to give the name of. And why don't you start at the beginning from what the original question that she asked was, and then take it from there. Because that that might give a little bit more context. Because I think that you know you've basically said you've summed up her personality. I think <laughs> rather than haven't... the actual topic, okay. <laughs> you've basically Sorry. in the eyes of the listeners, you might have um, be looking okay. like you've just judged her based on one comment she's put. But actually, this was one comment after several <laughs> comments. <laughs> okay, so the particular discussion thread was about if you were to have a magical first aid kit, what items would you put in it? Um, and lots of people put some really great ideas of what they would need to hand and what they thought they would. Others put some questionable ones. But at the end of the day, it was their first aid kit, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And obviously, to us, I think it kind of, which is why your comment particularly went on, which was you were trying to say, well... Um, depending on what you're trying to, uh, you know, likely to be dealing with and your particular skill level is going to depend on what you put in the kit. Um, and obviously yeah. they didn't like the idea of any use of the term skill level because that suggests that there were some witches in the group that are better than other witches, which, which surely is, is simply a fact of life. You know, somebody has yeah. been doing witchcraft for three weeks and someone that's been doing it for 30 years is going to have a different feeling about what they feel is necessary to go in an emergency kit. Um, to be fair, what I think where the point was missed, I think, is people went to travel kit of kind of what would they need to take with them always? Like, what could they live without? It, it felt more like a desert island kind of question than it, I think it was supposed to be. Um, although, to be fair, Ben, basing it on what her answer was, maybe she did mean a desert island situation and should have specified that. Um, you know, like the way that you hadn't specified about exactly what you meant about death masks. But let's not go down that one as well. Let's stick to <laughs> the one. That was a different thread. That was so, a different thread. That was the thread that originally got that specific admin to despise me because she asked me a question and I answered it. And unfortunately, I gave too good an answer, which made her look bad. And you know what it gets like with people like that. But now, what would you put in your witch kit then? And what did did you did you say well, what you'd put I did, in the witch I did kit, say, or did she just? I did okay. say on a different part of the thread, like I, that one 
was actually me questioning why she had banned a person for having an opinion. Um, which was act- me. Which was you. <laughs> um, but was actually a case of... So I was querying that and actually put some very good arguments, of course, as to why this is a discussion and surely that's what it's for. Anyway, um, my answer to the question was essentially... Um, well, I'd read... Obviously, lots of people had commented by then. So they'd noted something that I wouldn't have thought about, which I thought was really cool, um, which was the fact that um, some of them had commented on it being, uh, well, I need to have something that's going to relax the client. Um, so I, my, answer, my answer was kind of like, well, that's interesting, but I suppose that's the difference between my response, which would be, you know, the only things I probably would take are matches because... Although I'm very skilled, starting a fire without matches is not. It takes a lot more energy than is necessary. So I'd take. I'd probably take matches and and obviously some of my most used herbs, I guess, if I didn't know what the situation I was walking into. Um, but I made the point that basically, to me, I think we'd miss the point of the analogy. Um, for me, I expect if I've been called to an emergency, I'm expected to fix the problem. So to me, I think I'd gone, well, what would I need to turn up as an ambulance rather than what would I need if I was turning up to do first aid? Like, because I wouldn't bandage someone up in order to deal with the problem. To me, it's like if the GP arrived, you expect the GP to actually make a diagnosis, not uh, or the paramedic to actually start to make the diagnosis, not not just expect them to rock up and put a bandage and kiss a boo-boo and go, oh, that's that's fine, let me just go and get a professional for you, which is essentially what a first aid kit is for, um, is you're supposed to be able to either fix a minor problem or hold off until the professionals arrive, which actually I think if she'd actually thought about the connotations of using the phrase first aid kit rather than a travel kit of what could I not live without, she'd have got a very different response. But because she used the word first aid kit, suggests that you were expected to fix some kind of problem when you arrived, um, which obviously led to why you made the points that you did. But um, shall I read out what it actually what, what the shall I read out what happened? <laughs> what you're going to read the whole thread? I can well. I posted three comments and then got deleted. So I wonder if the listeners want to make up their own minds because they don't know what this group is. So I'll read out the original post that said, put, A fun and practical thing is making a magical first aid kit. The point of this kit, if someone calls you up and asks you for magical help, you just grab it and go. Right. Bearing in mind, we do this for a living and we do have yeah. these kids. Yeah. I decided to put after a bunch of people, because I wasn't the first to comment, a bunch of people put, well, I would put pencil in a notebook. I'd put some candles. I'd put this oil, that oil. I thought, well, I've got to put something that isn't just rosemary and such and such essential oils because yeah. no one's going to learn anything from that. I thought, I put, interesting, I guess taurzine ingredients are mainly used to help the practitioner, much like stabilizers on a bike. So I guess you put things in the first aid kit which helps you with the types of magic you're weakest at. Unless you take the approach of teaching those who require the first aid, because of course in our situation we often will put tools in there which we know people will resonate with because they'll have seen them before, which we don't necessarily like to use, but, you know. In which case, I guess things uh, which are as multi-purpose as possible, which the student can get a hold of easily. I always tend to make sure there are local plants and herbs in our first aid kits and such, so that the person that you're treating or working with can then go and get those ingredients, because they've had practical experience with. Now, I was told... Why would a first aid kit be made up of things for types of magic that you're weakest at? Well, it's simple because you you know tools age you. You know, yeah. if the whole I... point of a tool. <laughs> kind of if, the I, point, if I if I could it? if I could put a nail into a wall with my fist, I wouldn't need a yeah. hammer. Exactly. Yes, it's supposed to be easier. And then the admin just put Liam is determined to look down his nose at others. 
<laughs> Admin hat, Liam Bryant, read the rules. I told you in the other thread what rules you were in violation of. Why she didn't put them in this rule, why she had to put okay. them in another thread. Another thread, I have no idea, but there we go. Post again, breaking any of the rules, and you will be removed. So I thought, okay, I don't want to rock the boat any more than I already have. Clearly, I should probably give an example. So I put, okay, so if I give an example, if you are someone who requires the use of tarot cards to diagnose a magical problem, divination, then you would put them in the kit. But if you can diagnose a problem psychically without any tools, such as a crystal ball or tarot cards or runes, then this wouldn't go in the kit because you don't need it, do you? Someone with stronger psychic ability wouldn't need the cards, so they wouldn't need to put them in their kit. The point I was trying to make was the kit would comprise of tools and such which make the witch's job easier or things the witch would need in order to do something, the job. The interesting thing, of course, is that looking back after you've compiled your kit using this method, you'd be able to see where your kind of weaker elements are. So as a teacher, you did in training. Yeah. That's quite good. And then, of course, the next thing that happened was I got removed because that's too nasty. And that wasn't enough. She had to announce that she had removed you. Yeah. Which you won't have seen. Announce. But she had to announce that she had removed you. In which case, obviously, yeah. I then said, you know, please explain to me why having an opinion um, allows you to <laughs> need to be removed. Like what had been violated um and obviously i compared and contrasted the different opinions and said well actually there are valid points in both arguments um yeah but you know apparently that wasn't wasn't good enough and then because she couldn't give me an answer as to why um it was a simple well you don't know what happened in the other thread um kind of answer what happened in the other thread we are so, bearing in mind now on the Patreon section, so we can talk a little bit more freely. So what no, happened in the other thread? Because I have a super biased opinion, so obviously, because I was involved in it, whereas you wasn't involved in that thread. No, the so. other the other thread, from what I could tell, because obviously I arrived late to the scene, like I did with this one, but, you know, yes, you just posted a thought-provoking um, set of death masks, that were in a, it was in um, an installation in a in a walled garden, and basically said my first ever post, my first ever post in the group as well. Yeah, that oh, I, okay. just I didn't joined. realize that. Yeah. So they, so then it was a case of you just kind of, which to be fair, I think it was poorly, it was poorly announced as to what you were asking. Um, yeah, there was a point to that, and I explained the point when she asked. She did. So you did what, explain the point. <laughs> but it was just it was poorly it was it was poorly announced um as to what you're actually asking but they completely missed the point anyway so all of them yeah, were just kind of like why would i to. use why would i use somebody's face like why would i need to use somebody i don't know and it's like no we didn't we're not selling it it's not it's not something you can buy um which is what seemed to be the point that they'd all got which was kind of like why would i want to recreate that no the idea is what would your version look like? Um, but because you hadn't spelled it out uh, like she had with her spell kit, uh, first aid kit, it was a case of they all descended on you as kind of saying, well, I wouldn't be able to use somebody's face that wasn't mine and, or you know, or known to me, except you just kind of like, OK, you've missed the point. Um, but even when yeah. that point, that page, that that thread was actually then reused by one of the moderators, obviously not the ones yeah. who are slagging off, um, <laughs> to, il to illustrate a different point. So yeah. it was actually kind of go, well, leading off from what Liam was saying the other day, how many of you use schools in your actual practice? Um, and then obviously it all went on. And she got a strange answer even for that. Because I was, she said, well, it's all been deleted now, so you wouldn't be able to look it up even if no, you tried, no, even if you knew there. your group. It's no, not it's gone, not because I've it? just been on it. It's gone. Yeah, it's been deleted. That was one of the last things she did. 
because of course there's a further funnier um, talk on the story yeah the whole thread has been deleted so all of that interesting stuff where we were talking about the use of death's masks and how the romans used to use them and that sort of thing all gone all knowledge gone deleted or because she decided it made to her, pay. It's because it made her look bad. That's what it was. Yeah. So the original post I did, because I admit that I did um, put it very, 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 very simply, because I don't want to start in a group and write something super complicated. So we were both on a little trip out, and I took a picture of these. It was a death mask type art installation in a garden. I put it on there. Um, and put something along the lines of anyone think they'd add this to their garden these death masks something like that and then a picture and then she put underneath the admin what does this have to do with witchcraft and then i decided to put back actually answer i said obviously death masks are uh, they were used by the romans it's a very interesting method that you don't see that much anymore in witchcraft people tend to opt for a use of a human skull within traditional witchcraft and then someone put oh i would never use a human skull and all that sort of thing and then i put well it's quite a popular thing in the uk to use that sort of thing and again it's insulting someone's practice because the problem is i answered the question and because there was a legitimate point to it. The only thing she could attack me on was the fact that, like you basically picked up on, I didn't do a very good odd job explaining the post. But I tried to explain to her, Yeah. I didn't explain the post, because the point of writing a post is that other people have their opinion to it. Exactly. So, you know, I said, look, I could write a load of reams about death masks and all that sort of thing, but then what are people going to write underneath? Yeah. How you would know, they engage? I'm trying to inspire. I'm trying to inspire people to engage. And the problem is, is then she went on a attack of me personally. So because I'm not the nicest person in the world, mm-hmm. I thought that I would just toy with her like a troll. So I decided to answer every single question because she kept um, asking questions, pointing out, you know, the fact that I can't spell for shit and all that kind of thing because I can't because I'm dyslexic. Um, and basically going on and on and on and on and on. And it got to the point where one of the other admins, or moderator, I should say, started getting involved, and they started... I think I was called... I I was told that I needed to see a dominatrix because I like being bullied or something like that. I don't know, or something like that. Something very childish. Yeah. The, The funniest thing of all, of course, is the fact... Well, there's two funny things, I think. One is the fact that... I writ at one point, if you think they were calling me a troll, if you think I'm a troll, you do realise the best thing to do with a troll is to stop feeding them. And they didn't quite get yeah. that message because they stepped moaning and whining at me. So then I thought, using another fake profile, which I have, <laughs> I thought I'd start a new discussion thread. And that discussion thread was literally... Strange ways to feed your egregore. And it was all about creating fake profiles and trolling the internet discussion forums in order to generate energy to feed an egregore. Now, that was going on in the same Facebook group at the same time, but they didn't put two and two together. So not only was I illustrating the fact that that admin was attacking not just me, but several members of the group at this point, but also the fact that I was also using that admin's attack on me to illustrate a magical point, I like to think. Now, whether yeah. other people in the group picked up on that, I know at least one of them did. Hence why I think that said admin eventually got removed and someone else got <laughs> put in their place. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which happened to be me, because yes, the other admin <laughs> decided that they'd get rid of the other person. And after I got kicked back into the group, private messaged me and said, would you like to come back? And I said, well, that's fine. So, yeah. you know, clearly I've done something right. But no, it's just the whole point. They all devolved and I was being very childish, but I'm perfectly happy to um, be the mercurial type and trickster the trickster in me likes to illustrate points in a tricky way 
but there we go. Have you ever had any bad experiences in Facebook groups and stuff like that? Is it, have you been told off before, or is it just you can't no, no, stand? No, no, no. I don't. I don't normally get involved. Like if right. I can tell, if I can tell from a th- a thread that people are just either too stupid to realise their own hypocrisy, or actually bullying someone, um, unless I feel it necessary to step in. Um, I normally come a little bit too late to the party normally, so it's yeah. very rare. But when if I do feel the need to back somebody up, I will. Um, yeah. Let's just say I wasn't expecting a um, a moderator to behave the way she did to me, um, purely on the fact that she was wrong. Like you can't just. It's not a police state. Um, and like I said to you, I I. I really, <laughs> I resisted the urge to call a mind Fuhrer at one point because it literally felt like, okay, well, because we don't agree with you, we shouldn't be speaking. Um, she then made the mistake. Um, it's interesting that she went and deleted everything because I hadn't realised that had happened. Bear in mind, Which is rule against eight. one of the rules. <laughs> the rule, rule eight, eight is no dirty many delivery. Many rules. <laughs> yeah, no dirty delivery. They've got they've got a number of rules and one of the rules she kept breaking a lot of the rules herself um, and then accusing me of breaking rules, which she forced me to break by asking me questions, which I then answered. And then she used to say, you're breaking this rule. Yeah. But yeah, well, you were still speaking. Of don't delete. Yeah. You were, when I was you were still supposed speaking, to then... stop speaking. Well, she said, you've not stopped speaking, blah, blah. But then at the end of that, she'd ask me a question. So I've either got to not answer the question and stop speaking, or I am supposed to answer the question. So I'm not entirely sure. And I'm not saying that these are necessarily rhetorical questions either, because they no. were actual questions. Yeah. Um, but there we go. I mean, what did she say to you at one point? I can't remember. Did she? I know she was threatening you. Um, and she said something about your... What did she say? Did she call you an idiot or something? I can't oh, remember. Uh, the one where she tried to say... She basically belittled me. So she turned yeah. She turned around... Well, she tried. She um, she said <laughs> something along something on, along the lines of... Um, oh, how, how did she put it? She said something along the lines of... Oh, it's adorable that um, my hypocrisy was adorable um, by the fact that I had turned around and said something along the lines of, no, I think that's your opinion of what he said. Um, and obviously then had to point out to her, well, that is my opinion. It's not hypocrisy. It's not hypocrisy to turn around and say, I think you said this. What is hypocrisy is to say that everybody must follow the rules and then turn around and say, your opinion is adorable. Now, you know, again, by this point, she'd broke in the, the same thread she, and within 10 posts had actually broken four of the eight rules um, of the group. I then turned around and said, well, apparently uh, admins don't have to follow the rules of this group um, because yeah. you clearly you clearly don't have to because you've belittled me. Well, you- you were, yeah, you were defending me and my post, basically saying that I was, her just de- I was just defending the right to actually have an opinion. Yeah, and and the main point that you that really got her going when she started because I've got it up now on the on the it. screen. She they've she's deleted the death mask one, but she kept this one up. Or the new admins kept this one up anyway. But basically, you said that obviously. She took, she may have took what I said the wrong way. And she basically turned around and said that you're wrong and that she knows what the right way is. And then said to you, um, to quote Christopher, frankly, I don't care how you think it sounds. But it is rather adorable hypocrisy. And basically talking about you. And she's basically saying that she knows the correct interpretation of what I said and that you don't when you were just saying, well, we don't really know what he said or how he meant it, even though obviously later I tried to explain my reasoning behind that because she didn't bother to ask me. She just said that I'm evil, basically. But no, it's just one of those things. It is mind furor, isn't it? 
But yeah, it, it was definitely I mean, crazy. And then after that, it was a case of when I then said, well, no, actually, what you're doing is hypocrisy. Um, you even misunderstand yeah. that. Um, she then basically said, I've been warned. Um, <laughs> I must. And then obviously after that, she sent me another one because obviously I continued commenting to other people's things because I I was at being active part of the discussion. Um, oh, yeah, and 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 me as well. When she was going on at me, I was putting in different threads. I posted some of our smudge sticks and talked a little bit yeah. about this and that. So it's kind of like, in fact, if you look at most of the posts recently on there, it's been you, me, or our other friend yeah. writing things, and there are well over two thousand people in that group. And I'm just wondering whether those two thousand people don't post anything because they're too scared to. <laughs> Because of Mindfura. <laughs> but the thing is, Mindfura's not even been in charge for that long. She's only recent. And you're just kind of yeah. like, okay, well, this is probably why the last active comment on that entire thread um, that wasn't recent was something like August last year. And you're just kind of like, mm. that's, how, that's how groups die, is because people like that decide that, you know, their opinion's the only opinion to have, and how dare you have an opinion? But I just. Yeah. It was just bizarre. It was really bizarre. And the main reason, obviously, she'd taken offence, I think, is because you'd suggested that tools, therefore, made it, how did you put it, uh, infantile. Um, and therefore, obviously, when she'd posted the things that were in her kit. They included two reference books of Scott Cunningham. So that is enough to say uh, from me that I'm uh, not impressed. One, that any first aider should arrive on a scene with <laughs> with a reference textbook um, and a shoddy one at that. So I just, I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I, publicly on a group like that, which is supposed to be really, I suppose... It's not supposed to be for beginners. It's supposed to be for all sorts of different witches. But you try to make it beginner friendly. Um, I wouldn't normally belittle someone's choices. However, because I don't like the bitch, I'm going to now go through the things that she said that she would put in her bag. And being for no other reason than to be nasty now at this point, Maybe this might provoke a conversation between us, but I mainly just wanted to be nasty because she pissed me off. But she's, so, not, she's not there anymore. To, she's not. Oh, there you mean on to here? Quote, okay, that's fine. To quote, to quote what she would put in her little first aid witch quip. So, as promised, here's mine. I actually have to remake it. The canvas bag, blah, blah, blah. Because bearing in mind, she goes on about correcting my spellings and stuff like that. I actually have to remake it is the canvas bag. Yeah. What? She, she, then, attached, she then attached a picture. She attached a picture of some rather nasty looking um, chintzy bag that was probably made from slaves in China. But yeah. that's besides the point. She puts in it a tarot deck. A rune set, mini pine wand, tea bags of comfrey and mint, sandalwood anointing oil, three or four stones on leather thongs for enchanting, mini incense sticks and burner, matches, a pendulum and two reference books that she actually states are by Scott Cunningham. So let's go through this list, shall we? <laughs> um, to see how good a practitioner this is. So in terms of magical diagnosis, so imagine you show up on, a, I don't know whether it's a, a haunted house where there's blood dripping down the rules because of some sort of exorcism that you need to do to sort it out, or whether there's a case of, um, you know, uh, spell crafting that's gone wrong. I don't know why it is, but you're going to want to be able to diagnose the situation. Now, some people can diagnose that without the use of tools. Some people may need some tools to diagnose them. You don't need, in an emergency kit, that I presume you're going to try and keep light, Three tools that do the same f***ing thing. So, <laughs> pick your tarot deck or runestones or pendulum, but I don't know why you're putting all of those in. 
Yeah. You know, so that that we can get rid of some of the stuff out there. We'll just stick with the tarot deck. Put the tarot deck in because they're super popular and yeah. cheap. Um, tea bags of comfrey and mint. Well, I mean, I don't know how many responders turn up and they actually want a cup of tea. I know when I used to work in building, we'd consider it rude if we weren't offered a cup of tea. And I do know some guys <laughs> and girls that I worked with that would bring their own kettles around, mainly at painters and decorators would bring their own kettles and teas and milk and that in but if you want yeah. to put that in that's fine um sandalwood anointing oil okay fine if you use anointing oil nothing wrong with that wrong oils with that. essentially when you're creating magical oils you are creating things that retain a certain type of magical charge you're doing the work earlier so that you can use it later no different than cooking a meal putting it in the fridge to reheat at a different point fair enough three or four stones for enchanting well i don't know why you'd have three or four but okay put a couple of stones in you can find them on the side of the road again That's fine. it's it's one of those you pick one you don't need yeah. multiple uh you know and as she's read scott cunningham's books i imagine she could just bring a clear quartz she wouldn't need anything else surely because it can all be substituted <laughs> well, no the problem no the problem is with the scott cunningham books is that there are loads and loads and loads of crystals in there, but most of them say the same couple of things. So yeah. they'll attribute, oh, that's love, that's money, bloody, bloody, blah. blah, blah. Um, now, this is the one that's probably going to get uh, get you. Mini incense sticks <laughs> and burner. Okay. Now... There's a couple of things that you could say about incense sticks, other than the fact that they cause cancer, of course, yes. um, because that many studies have been done now and the use of incense sticks isn't particularly healthy. Now, you could say that they're extremely cheap and you could say, you know, that it's good to use cheap things. I prefer free things because you could make I your think, own incense with free stuff. To, I think you need to clarify because you just made one of those sweeping statements that she would make. Sorry, um, sorry. It's the fact not <laughs> not all incense sticks cause cancer. There are known to be some of the products that they are made with are um, known carcinogens, just to clarify. The stick is what normally I'm saying, the actual the stick. stick. The stick normally the part, actual the main, stick. The main part. Well, for yeah. those that aren't aware in terms of, because I've done research, because obviously we're looking into designing and making our own incenses, we want to do it in a way that benefits the person that's using it and also the environment in general. And there are quite a lot of studies that have been done now. A lot of the incense sticks, the sticks that the incense sticks to, are actually bought from firework companies and that the stuff yeah. that gets put into them or what is made of is not really good to burn particularly in enclosed environments yeah um the environment that you're burning it in put it this way if you can smell it the little incense stick burning the chances are that environment's too small yes <laughs> joss sticks would probably be a better idea um but incense sticks like the nasty little ones then then at this point we know quite a lot from scientific studies that is not very good a lot of the self-combusting um incense that you can buy is made with saltpeter and that yeah. if you look at any of the um any of the paperwork that comes with them it all says do not inhale while burning yeah <laughs> because it actually does yeah is carcinogenic um she'd bring matches okay fine if yep. you're burning incense the pendulum obviously but the two references books by scott cunningham now that's just do you judge people things. do you judge people that buy and read scott cunningham books or that quote scott cunningham books are you someone that would judge someone for that i put i've read scott cunningham books everybody should have read scott Huntingham books but mainly to look at them and go this is full of shit. but it's just a case of if you're then quoting them back or are proud of the fact you are carrying them as part of a first aid then you should be questioned or at least now, whoever you're whoever is calling them in the client to come and support them 
probably should be questioning. And my point for that is a case of if I had a psychic turn up to my house because I needed a clearing and they rocked up with a set of tarot cards, I'd go, I thought you told me you were a psychic. But that's that's my opinion. Obviously, someone that knows nothing about the metaphysical world might be comforted by the fact that you've got a set of tarot cards because they need to see see the magic happening, don't they? But but for me, if I specifically ordered a psychic in to come and do a house clearing for me and they rocked up with a set of tarot cards and a pendulum, I'd have said, OK, um, do you have somebody else that you can advise to me? That would be like somebody uh, rocking up uh, with a to fix my boiler and has a rubber ducky. Um, like, what the fuck is the point <laughs> of them? If I've if I've employed you to do a job, I expect you to have the tools if they are necessary. Now, at the end of the day, if I've got a psychic coming over, the cards are not necessary because I ordered a psychic. Um, so that is not a necessary tool. Like I said, I can't beat and well, I could try uh, a nail into a wall with my fist it's probably not advisable at that point you need a hammer but if i've ordered a psychic to come and do a house clearing they should be able to clear that house my right i'm going to defend i'm going to defend the bitch at this point okay because there is something that that has just occurred to me when she says that she gets two reference books by scott cunningham now other than the fact that pretty much all scott cunningham books are just copy and pastes of each other so they're all the same i'm wondering if the reason for that is because obviously there's so many books running that they're cheap and that you know i've made sacred fires and stuff like that and you know when you're making a proper <laughs> fire you it's good to you have, like screw up bits of paper <laughs> yeah screw up bits of paper then you put the kindling on and then you put you know the bigger stuff on and then eventually put the coal and logs on now no, one I of don't two think reasons, you're a liar. She is not burning the book. One of two reasons. One, well, obviously we don't use Scott Cunningham. We use Bibles for that. But exactly, you know, if if sacred fire is sacred fire because you're burning the sacred pages, and Scott <laughs> Cunningham is not sacred pages unless you're a Wiccan. Oh, it is to a Wiccan, I um, guess. Not as sacred as Gerald Gardner, though. <laughs> <laughs> you should book, burn one of Gerald Bar Gardner's good books know. if you want a sacred, sacred Speak to a lot of these maybe we'll ones, to, maybe. I think I'm going to have to do a YouTube video on creating sacred fire and use Scott Cunningham <laughs> book. I'll, put, I'll, I'll go and buy a cloak, a crushed velvet cloak, and I'll pretend I'm a Wiccan. All I've got to oh do is God. put some black face makeup on <laughs> and some a bit of eyeliner. I mean, that's one of the reasons. The other reason I can say, because obviously I talked about decorators and people I used to work with in construction, is I know that some of the time, because you don't know quite where you're going, imagine this. You turn up at someone's house and it's a somewhat grotty house and you get there in the rush to get there to save them from the demon they accidentally evoked. You've grabbed <laughs> your, your, your bag but you forget to go to the toilet and some places you go, you know, some places you go. Yeah. And they've run out of toilet paper and you think, Oh, I don't really want to be doing an exorcism with a sticky asshole. You know? Oh so you God. think if I've got, if I just put some toilet paper in there, that would look a bit weird. But if I put a book in there, people wouldn't suspect that that is being used as toilet oh paper. God. Now, I, I genuinely, read... for a second there, thought you were actually going to defend her. There was a moment there where I thought you went, oh, I've actually found a nugget of gold in all this bag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, he's actually going to defend her. He stopped me talking. How long have you known me? How well, exactly. That me? was my point. Like, you know, that split moment. But then it's different because I can actually see your face, whereas everybody else can't. So for a moment there, you'd convince me that you'd got something important to say. And all you've done is troll her further. Like, she's already got kicked off a group <laughs> that she was mine Führer at. And you've just gone and dragged her through the... Through... Oh, my God. It's like, uh, yeah. Right. I well, don't know. Now I've sufficient. 
I don't know if I'm more impressed or less impressed. I can't decide. <laughs> now, I've now I've sufficiently cheered you up. Bearing in mind now we've let this go on far too long and we've pretty much up to an hour. In a couple of minutes time it's going to be seven o'clock where we are. And we're supposed to do a live class. So now you're in a, a nasty mood and an antagonistic mood. We're now going to go straight in in five minutes time to teaching a question and answer class for beginners. So I am not smart enough to have planned this, of course. But I am looking forward to what he's going to say during our class next that we've got to teach the beginners. I wonder if I can bring up Scott Cunningham without him laughing. I don't know what your listeners think, but we'll have to say goodbye now because it's been an hour. And we do really love the fact that you people pay money to listen to us talk about this crap. Yes, your money does come to good use. It's not just goes, it doesn't just support this rather crappy podcast it actually goes to support the work we do and unlike that admin from that group um we actually do attend emergencies in the magical world very often not charging for such um to help people um but that is where some of the money goes from the patreon so i would have to say thank you very much patrons um, and thanks for listening if there's anyone still here listening by this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks everybody. Speak to you soon.